So my sister flew to Thailand today. She got a one-way ticket for an indefinite amount of time. And while her body might return to Israel eventually, I doubt that her mind ever will. Because I know why she went there. I know why she wanted to escape Israel and spend a few months in Thailand. It's not because she wanted to spread the good news, you know, the gospel of Yeshua the Messiah, the good news of the Torah, to go and save the lost souls living in the jungles of Thailand. That's not why she went. That's not the reason. I know the reason. It is the same reason why so many Israelis go all around the world, South America, South Africa, India. They go, and they never fully return. Because it's not about going somewhere physically, but going somewhere mentally and spiritually. Because they reject God. They reject their true identity, their true spiritual identity, which is a child of the God of Israel, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Israel, the God of heaven and earth, a child of the Creator. They reject that identity. So they don't want to live in Israel. They don't want to be here because it is oppressing to them. They hate anything that reminds them of the Torah of the laws of morality, holiness, purity. So they travel all around the world looking for mind-expanding drugs, psychedelics, spiritual experiences, sexual immorality, looking for fornication in any opportunity to blend in with the nations, mingle with the Canaanites, the Indianites, the Thailandites, the Costa Rica Knights, any Knights that you can think of, except the Israelites. They hate themselves. They hate everything that is good. They hate God. Hate life. They do. It's the truth. Well, they can argue with it, but it doesn't matter. Their opinion doesn't change the truth. See, everybody has an opinion. Hitler had an opinion. The Nazis had an opinion. They said the Jews were rats. They called the Jews parasites. And the reason they said it is because, well, the Jews always go and cannibalize whatever nation they live in. They said the Jews will never have enough power to establish a state of their own. Well, evidently, they were wrong, weren't they? But they had an opinion. Darwin had an opinion. He didn't have science. He had an opinion. And his opinion was evolution. This animal evolved this one, and this one evolved that one. That was his opinion. He wrote a book. Hitler wrote a book, Mein Kampf. Darwin wrote a book, Evolution. And they've both been disproved. Everybody has an opinion. It's not science, and it's not the truth. My sister has an opinion, too. She doesn't like the Torah. <laughs> She likes all kinds of meditation, astrology, spiritualist, 
psychedelic shrooms. She likes all that mess. She likes Palestine. She's a left wing. <laughs> and I'm not even going to go deeper than that because it's none of your business. But the point is, just because someone comes from a certain place, from a certain heritage, from a certain DNA, does not mean that he is a part of God's clan, of God's family, of God's chosen people. She could have been. See, I'm a Kohen. She is my sister, obviously. She was born a Kohen too. But she chose to change her name. Instead of being a Kohen with an H that represents the name of God, like Avram, who became Avraham, and Sarai, that became Sarah, and Yeshua, that is Yehoshua, she chose to change Kohen to Kohn without the H because she hates God and she hates everything that God stands for because she hates righteousness. She hates what is good. She hates the light, which means she loves the dark. She looks at Thailand. She looks at the Burning Man concert. She looks at all of those psychedelic craves in the forests and that's what she loves. She loves wickedness. Put on some glow paint, go and get drunk, get high and all kind of psychedelic drugs, three days in the woods, in the desert. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sign me up. But go and pray, study, go do some acts of kindness, some charity, feed the poor, help the homeless, teach people how to be holy. No, she doesn't like that. That's why she goes to Thailand. Because what is in Thailand but wickedness, false light? Sure, they have parties. Sure, they have nature. They have raves. They have all kind of psychedelic drugs. All kind of psychedelic transgenders. She-males. Ladyboys. You name it. It's all there. Bangkok, one of the wickedest cities in the world. Why would anyone in their right mind want to go to such a wicked place, Thailand. I don't want to go to Thailand. I want to go to God's land. But then again, I'm holy. She's not. I love the light. She doesn't. I love God. She does not. Everybody has a choice. You all have free will. You all can come back from the dark side. But you choose not to. And... No one can make you, <laughs> and no one will make you. God will not make you. God gives you a choice. Yes, it is a choice, and it's as simple as that. There's no manipulation. There's no twisting your arm, twisting your leg, twisting your chicken wings. No. We are created in the image of God with a free will to choose whatever we want to a certain extent. You know, God does limit us in some since, you know, Hitler wanted to kill all the Jews, well, he couldn't. God limited him, but he did not steal his will. See, Hitler willed, he just failed at his will. See, God doesn't, it doesn't stop you from wanting something, necessarily. He just won't let you achieve it. That's different. See, when I was a fool, I wanted all kind of stuff, and I'm glad that God did not allow it. He stopped me. He prevented me from going where I wanted because he had a purpose for me. 
and I thank him every day that he saved me. He kept me for this glorious purpose to be his servant, to serve him, to be a slave to God, a slave to the truth, which really means freedom. See, I, before I was a slave to sin, which means death. Now I'm a slave to God, which means life. And what is a slave but someone who obeys? You work for a company, you're a slave. You live in a nation, you're a slave, aren't you? They give you laws, rules, regulations, taxes. Just try to break some of those rules and, and just you, you'll just see who's the slave and who's the master. Huh. They'll seize your properties, freeze your bank accounts, freeze your passport, cancel your citizenship. You'll see. You know, they own you. you we are all slaves. You have a social security number with a serial code on the back of your neck. So you are a slave. Question is, do you want to be a slave to God? I do. My sister does not. She wants to be a slave to drugs. She'll come back eventually, one day, physically, maybe. Depends how the war is going, you know. World War III, right around the corner. Technically, the war has already started, just not in the physical realm, you know, explosives, etc., etc. But the intelligence part, the technology part has already been going on. You've seen all of those terrorist acts, you know, on the gas pipes in the US, the, the airfields, air control. The war is already going on. China making allegiances with Russia, Saudi Arabia making allegiances with Iran. The war is, is already here. It just hasn't been made official yet, if you know what I mean. So she might come back, she might not, I don't know. Either way, her mind will not, because I know what she's going to do, though. And she's going to take drugs. And when you take drugs, there's no going back. There just isn't. Not because you don't want to, but because you cannot. It alters the chemistry of your brain. Makes you incapable of being rational. Incapable of having that spiritual link, spiritual alignment with God. It messes you up. And those of you who have done drugs can testify. You have never been the same. You might not know it because then again, your way of thinking has changed. So you, you aren't aware of it. But anyone who does know you can testify. And my guess is that whenever they do, you argue with them. You yell at them. You bark at them because you don't like being criticized and because of what the drugs have done to your brain, you have more of a feminine brain, makes you much weaker, much susceptible to emotions. So you cannot control your emotions as you did before, if you ever could. Psychedelic drugs always mess you up, whether it's molly, ecstasy, acid, shrooms, you name it. They all mess you up, you know. That's why you like it, right? You like to get messed up. Let's get psyched, man. Well, you like that. You enjoy it. So well, what can I say? You like destroying yourself. You love death. Well, go ahead. You have that choice. Just know that it is death. It will kill you. It will alter you in an unreversible way. And there is no turning back. You can come back from alcoholism to some extent. Not fully, but to some degree. As long as it doesn't mess up your brain cells, 
might mess up your liver, you know, but your brain, as long as your brain is somewhat intact, you could still repent from your sins and, you know, get a new body in the millennial age after the resurrection, but not from drugs, not from psychedelic drugs. Once it messes up the chemistry of your brain, it's over. You can't get a new brain because you cannot repent of your sins. It makes you unable to recognize that, unable to fulfill that role, to, to go through that process of recognizing your sins, humbling yourself and acknowledging your maker. It messes you up. So yes, there is such a thing as the tree of good and evil, that once you eat from it, there is no turning back. Because it messes you up. And God will not cleanse you from your own choices. He will not stop you from destroying yourself. And He will not fix you after you have chosen to do so. So you have to be very, very careful. Life is a dangerous thing. Life is crucial. Life, <laughs> life is not a game. It is not a toy to play with. Life is serious business. More serious than any sci-fi, any Marvel comic, any Doctor Who, any Star Trek, Star Wars, you name it. See, in those universes, people die. Well, that's just a character in a movie. They die and everybody die because it's just the flesh. People die in this world too. Only difference is, in this life, in the real life, you actually do have eternal life. Your soul lives forever. The only question is, will it live with life, which is relationship with the Creator in His kingdom of light and love, or separated from Him eternally in what is called hell, or the lake of fire, or eternal darkness and the void? Because you're going to be cut off from the source of life. Well, what else is there besides God? Nothing. So you are going to be just cut off eternally. That is without an end, forever. You're just going to be in the darkness forever, in torment, pain, agony, suffering. No comfort ever. Something you cannot even comprehend or think about. Is that what you want? Is it really worth it? Five hours of high for an eternal darkness and pain? How is that good math? doesn't make sense, does it? But yet, you people are evil and wicked, so you choose that. Each after its own kind. That's what my sister chose. What can I say? I warned her. I told her to repent. I told her judgment is coming. She doesn't care. She doesn't believe me. Well, what can I say? I'm not going to argue with her. No. God's word is more valuable than that. I'm not going to cheapen God's word and argue with her. She doesn't want to. That's her choice. The people of Israel, after the desert, they didn't want to. God said, fine. He didn't force them to repent. He just said, fine, you don't want to repent. You don't want to be holy. Fine, you're going to die in the desert. <laughs> it's your choice. God doesn't argue with you. We argue with each other, but not God. He's better than that. He doesn't get down to our level. Now, if you want God, you better go after Him. He's not going to chase you. He might, you know, if you see you're seeking Him, He might throw you a hint throwing some pointers, some directions. You know, he might help you find this podcast if you're seeking. But you have to be the one to seek. You have to be the one to go on that treasure hunt. 
and find God, not the other way around. So humble yourself. You really are nothing but a maggot, nothing but a blade of grass, here today, gone tomorrow. But the Lord is one. There is none but Him. He is life, the only life, the only love, the only light. Everything that you ever seen belongs to Him. Everything that exists is His. The earth, the heavens, and everything in them. You own nothing except your free will to choose. And even that is a choice whether to keep it for your own or give it back to God. Ah, see, God has only given you one thing and he wants to see with that one thing you have, will you give it back to him or keep it for yourself? If you keep it for yourself, you will surely die. But if you give it back to him, he will give you more. So make up your mind. Judgment is coming.
so many places so many faces every day I see everywhere I go Cardboard boxes for homeless sleep On the streets our children weep Brothers killing brothers and sisters too Broken families, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? The love of God, how deep it's so wonderful just to know his love. What a miracle! I just can't understand why some say no to God. Some trust in money, some trust in foolish things But I put my trust in Jesus, he's my king He's a friend to the friendless, he's a mother and father to Anyone to love you, he's just waiting for you He's just waiting for you The love of God, how deep it's so wonderful just to know his love. What a miracle! I just can't understand how some say no to God. The love of God, how deep it's so wonderful just to know his love. What a miracle! I just can't understand why some say no to God. To love God, how deep it's so wonderful just to know His love. What a miracle! I just can't understand. Why some say no to God I just can't understand Why some say no to God Don't say no to God He's calling you